This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to Leicester Fan TV. Get your comments in live. That's what we're all about on a Monday night, 7.30 till 8. My name's Phil. If you're watching this live, you can get your views in. We'll get as many comments as we can on screen in the next 30 minutes. We've got Watford v Leicester. So have a little look back for, but more importantly, we've got the big game tomorrow night, Sheffield Wednesday. Can we get a win past them? I was away at Hillsborough before. It was just before Christmas, wasn't it? It was a bit of a disappointing last minute result by the Owls. Can we put that right tomorrow? We've also got Andy joining us. He's going to give us his views on tomorrow night's game and tell us a little story about Mr Birch and get lots of things in. So join us for the next 30 minutes, get your views and your comments in live. The Leicester City machine is on the march again. Leicester Fan TV presents a variety of content like fan discussions, match analysis and engaging with Leicester fans worldwide. We want your views live. Thanks to our sponsors, Everots, Follow Blinds, Pucker Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Distillers Direct, Hologram, Take Me, Nubian Co and the Fox's Arms and Rainbows. We are live in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Good evening and welcome to the show. My name's Phil. If you're watching this live, get your views and get your comments in. We can talk about what you want to talk about. Do you want to talk about the game at Watford or do you want to talk about the big game at the King Power tomorrow or anything you want to talk about? It's your chance to get your views up there. We'll get as many on screen as we can during the debate. Richie, good evening, says, uh, I missed you on here last week. Yes, thanks to Tom and thanks to Reedy for stepping in. Sadly, I couldn't make it. He said, but I'm glad you're back on good win. Leicester City at Watford on Saturday. Richie, was it a bit nervy the last 10 minutes? Was it a little bit nervy? Well, we got through it, doesn't it? So it doesn't matter. Craig says, good evening, everybody. We'll win tomorrow night, 3-0. Callum says, hoping for 4-0 at least tomorrow. Now, listen, when I went to Sheffield Wednesday, I thought the same. I was like, oh, this is going to be two, this is going to be three. And to be fair, we scored early away at Hillsborough. And I thought it is going to be two, three, four. It just didn't happen. So... Listen, they're right down on the bottom. Is it banana skin? It really shouldn't be, should it? Roy is watching on YouTube. He says, a workman like three points on Saturday. We'll take them all season long now, Roy, won't we? Let's just get over the line. And he says, and we're a match closer to the end. Again, get to the line. The chasing pack running out of time. How many games, Roy, and everybody else watching, is it more do you think we actually need to win before you start to go? They can't really catch us. And then they actually, I've not done the maths. Anybody worked it out? How many more games do we actually need? Patrick. 
Good evening. Sits up in the family stand. People up with me. I know you do, Patrick. How are you? Got lucky in a away game. Should have been three down. Let's hope for a comfortable win. Patrick is always half full glass, I think. Dave's watching on YouTube says, good evening, Phil. Uh, two home games this week to keep the pressure up on Leeds and Southampton. Yes, you're right, Dave. I'm forgetting tomorrow night is Sheffield Wednesday. Saturday is Borough. Again, could be a great week for Leicester if we were to pick six points up. So let's hope so. Curtis says, going down tomorrow again, buzzing for it, feeling the three points. It does feel like we are that machine now, doesn't it, Curtis, where we don't... How many games this season? Here's a question for you. How many games have you actually thought we're playing at 10 out of 10 level? Because, again, you look at the Watford game, it didn't feel like we were on fire for the whole of the game. Not to me, anyway. Andy, watching on Facebook, says, good win on Saturday but had to dig deep in the second half in there. Uh, David is on Facebook, says, beat Southampton at home, job done. There's two games, isn't there, David? Southampton, and we obviously play Leeds around the same time. I think if we were to get draws against both of them, that's probably good enough, isn't it? Callum says, uh, the Sheffield Wednesday lot sold 3,000 tickets. Wasn't expecting that. Well, don't forget, Callum, they're a big club, big old club, Sheffield Wednesday. I think we took 4,500 up to Hillsborough because they gave us some space again frustrating a lot of these away games we'd have took three four thousand to Watford if they'd given us some more space but and disappointed to see Watford's ground half empty because they could have took filled a whole load of Leicester people in there Scooby don't ask me that question but I'll read it out anyway says what's your opinion on this playing around the back using the goalie as an out player hoping all three football now teams getting caught out it was let's talk about Winks a lot of people say you can't criticise Winks but What's he doing? Let's have a chat about that. Now, I'm going to ask Andy to join us. Andy's going to click in now. Here we go. We're going to get Andy's views. Now, Andy, welcome to the show. We're going to keep getting everybody's comments on screen. So let's start with Scooby asks, Andy, about playing it around at the back. Obviously, Winx's goal gave them a goal on Saturday. It's just how we play, isn't it? It is definitely how we play. It's a... A massive adjustment for us as Leicester fans. It's not a style of football that we're used to, but it's evidently it's working because we're sat at the top of the league and we've not been not moved for months and months and months now. So I get people get a bit frustrated because it's slow build up because we're so used to that on the front foot counter attacking football. But this is Enzo ball now and it's working. So can't really argue against it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be interesting. We've just chatted. We, we always dodge around, Andy, in these shows. We'll go with where the comments go. Oh. Gary says here, we can't take the Wednesday game for granted. We've got to make sure we hit the ground running. I'm just going to tell you, Andy, before you comment on that, is that Sheffield Wednesday are second bottom on 26 points after 31 games. It's going to be a Leicester win, isn't it? We thought that. And the first time we played them, I'm... Happy that it's this way round that we're playing now at our, at our ground because if it was a Wednesday away, I reckon because they're going to be up for it, they're going to be scrapping, and the second half of the season's massive, and we can't take anything for granted. That that club's what four points off outside the relegation zone, they're going to be wanting that three points, and look how quick they attacked as last time. It was pretty even game at one point. If not, they were a lot better in the second half. So. I am happy that we're playing at home, or playing Wednesday on Tuesday. Uh, so I, I confused some people at work when I said that. It's Wednesday tomorrow, isn't it? And it's like, no, it's Tuesday. I was like, no, we're playing Wednesday tomorrow. Um, 
Yeah, no, don't take them for granted. They, 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 they've got play. They've got players. They, they have. It's just they're in an unfortunate situation. I'm sure, Andy. A lot of people will try that one tomorrow at work. Just say it's Wednesday today, isn't it? It's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. See, see how many yeah. work colleagues you get. Um, Nick Ball says here he's talking about the Winks knockback, the, the the goal that Watford scored. Andy, he said it actually comes off Winks' ankle. I'm not sure the ball was meant for Mads. He was looking. I watched it lots of times because I was trying to see is there a is there a bobble, is there a something? But I just think he got it wrong. I I just don't know what he, he did. He definitely looked like he went to go and get the ball. Um, but you know, it's a, it's, a, it's it's just one of them things. It's horrible when it happens. Good job we had the two goal cushion. It was otherwise that would have been an interesting last fifteen minutes for us. So yeah, um, it's just one of them things. It, it, it happens, and you can't fault Winks to be honest. All season, he's by far the standout player for us. Yeah, Dave says here, tapping it around might be dangerous against Bournemouth in the Cup. Swansea tried it in the last round and three of Bournemouth's goals came from it pressing. I'm just going to add to what Dave's saying there. Is I watched a bit of match of the day on Saturday and Burnley got a bit of a stuffing by Liverpool. I don't know if you watched any of it, Andy, but uh, Alan Shearer was sort of commenting afterwards going, I'm not really sure why Burnley are trying to play, passing it around, passing it from the back football in the Premier League because it clearly isn't working. And I... I I'll, we'll, we'll judge Leicester next year, obviously, how it goes. So yeah. it, it's going to be an interesting one to see, Andy, how we take that forward. Right, as in, are we going to continue with the same style of play? I can't, I, I'm a bit like you, can't really answer that right now because obviously summer comes, promotion, more money, new transfers. So are we just playing a style of football to get us out of this league? I believe so. Will it change next year? I think it will be kind of the same, but adapted. And I think we'll be a bit more high tempo because we know what the Prem's like. You, we can't play that slow football in, unless you've got, I don't know, not Slate unless they're here, but we're not Man City, we're not Arsenal, we're not them. We haven't got that sort of calibre of player to be able to do that sort of stuff. I hope to be proven wrong, by the way, but I, I think we'll play it a bit more high tempo next season. Yeah, coming back to tomorrow night's game, Neil watching on Facebook, thanks Neil for your comment. He says, I think patience is the key tomorrow night. So we just need to cheer on the lads and hopefully get another victory. Uh, Andy, again, this patience thing, it does, it, it's a common theme with Leicester games at the moment um, about sticking sticking with it. Again, we'll all go tomorrow, Andy, thinking it's going to be 3-4-0, but it, it may well not pan out that way. Definitely not in this league. Like you say, you can't take anything for granted in this league. It's, you know, we were saying at the start of the season, you could win three games, top of the league, lose three games, and you'd be right down in the bottom. Obviously, fortunately for us, that isn't going to happen. But like I, I go back to my point, they're scrapping to get out of that league. So do we have to err on the side of caution? I think so. And, in, and I think we're going to have to see what game that Wednesday bring to us and then adapt to the situation. So I think we've definitely got the players to adapt to that. Um, but until you see that start in 11, you, you, you don't know how we're going to play to finish. Yeah, and you wonder, Andy, as well, Sheffield Wednesday just beat Birmingham, I think it was, 2-0 at the weekend. So yeah. they've come a little bit void because the, the previous four or five games before that weren't good. And Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday, for me, it's one of those big old clubs where they do have they have a strong fan base. They will make some yeah. noise. Those 3,000 fans will come tomorrow. And if there's a glimmer of, of, of some sort of result at Leicester, again... I noticed in the, some of the commentary that I've seen in playback about the Saturday game at Watford, clubs really are treating it like a bit of a cup final playing Leicester. And Sheffield Wednesday will come going, well, we're probably not going to get anything, but let's have a go. 
Why not? Fair play to him. I mean, Chef Wednesday is uh, quite close to my heart. A lot of my family are Wednesday fans, so come second club for me, in a sense. And I love them, and I do agree with you. They, they are a massive club in the uh, unfortunate situation that they are. Um, by all means, come come to our ground and treat it like your cup final. Um, but the, 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 I, I think they should come there hoping. The, 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 that's all that... Not trying to be horrible to him, but I hope it's all they've really got at the minute. And I mean, that was a good win against Birmingham. If they, if they lose to Woods, they've got other games. They've got there's plenty, still plenty of time to get out of that. But again, as as we saw from the previous game against Wednesday, we did take it for granted and we got punished. Yeah, as Bubba, Bubba says, they already dropped two points to Sheffield Wednesday. Need the whole three tomorrow, which would be good. Here's a question for you, Andy, from Daniel Fox. He's on Facebook. And it's an interesting one. I've been talking with Weedy about this today yeah. in the office. Has Patson Dacker turned a corner as a centre-forward for Leicester? Do we think this actually just pre the AFCON and then coming back? Do you start to feel maybe he is the solution for us, not just this year, but next year as well? I hope he's turned the corner. Uh, one of my biggest arguments, because our squad rotations uh, ridiculous, to be honest. I've never seen so many starting 11s. The consistent, how is a guy meant to get consistent if he's not starting week in, week out? So I felt for the lad. And then look at what he's doing at the minute. OK, he scored from two spot kicks, but he hasn't failed to score in any game he started was it since he's come back from the AFCON. So, of course, I, agree with that. I just feel he's missing that final product. Do you know how many... It's, he probably has more missed chances where he skies it than he does shots on target. So if that's what it, all he's got to work on, happy days. So hopefully it is the turning of the corner. I don't think he's quite round it yet. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I put a couple of positive comments on there from Carlos. Uh, and but Andy says, Dakar's found his level. This is not a Premier League striker. Richie also says, get rid of Dakar at the end of the season. So I, 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 for me, the jury's very much out because... This isn't the highest level, and I, but I'd love to see him go on a run and maybe force a case. Because again, Andy says Vardy's boyhood hero talking about the Sheffield Wednesday game. Jamie Vardy's contract is up, Andy, at the end of the season, and and that's going to be part of a debate. And Tom Cannon not really getting back. I thought Tom Cannon was going to perhaps be the answer, but it feels like he's dropped out again. Uh, I think it's time with Tom Cannon. I mean, like it, it didn't have. We bought him with an injury. I still think. He's suffering with that injury. He's still got, uh, he fractured his back, didn't he? So he's still got that hanging over his head. So it's like little and often with him. He can't be doing full 90 minutes. Uh, as for Vardy, um, I, I can see him staying another year. I, I can if there's the, if we can contract him to coaching badges, which I believe he has been considered. If we can have him as an attacking coach in the future. Watch out every club because we're going to have a load of bodies running around. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think Tom Cannon was brought in for future anyway. I don't think he was a, a this season player, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I just love the fact Andy said, watch out, there could be a load of little bodies running around. What what a thought of that? I mean, five or six little. James well, he's doing a good job, isn't he? He's got a few kids. <laughs> yeah. We, he's got, he, he is. I mean, I, I've noticed a few things. Like, when you look at Casey McAteer, who I think if it wasn't for that injury at the start of the season, he picked up the injury against um, Blackburn Rovers. He was very Vardy-esque uh, in the way that he was playing, like sitting on the shoulder, 
giving the extra yard and stuff like that. So there's got to be something going on in the background, and hopefully that's the start of something for us. Yeah, uh, Dave says, uh, please, Dakar is finding his form, but in the Premier, you might only get one chance. That is the thing with Dakar is we've all seen him sky things, miss things. Reedy goes on to say Dakar seems to be Enzo's first choice now. I actually think I agree with Reedy. I think he is perhaps Leicester's first choice at the moment. He says maybe he'll stay and be our main man up front. I think he's better than the bottom three strikers in the Premier League, surely. Um, his contract is not up this summer, so he, he will be staying. Carlos says, if Barley stays fit, let's keep him for one more year. And after that, maybe become a club ambassador. Do you know what? That links us lovely, Andy, to a story I know you're going to tell us. Because talking the club ambassador, the Birch, the Birch is somebody we all love. And sadly, we see a lot, lot less of the Birch nowadays, at, actually at the games, because of his health not being so tip-top the last year or two. And we all want to keep him safe. But Andy, tell us a little bit about a shirt you've got. And, um, and the story behind it. Can you show us the shirt? I'll show you, show you the shirt. Some of you might be too young to remember this this shirt. So I did go around his house and he did sign it for me. Um, I found it. I found it the other day uh, after years and years being stuffed in a in a bag because uh, I'm currently moving house and you have to clear things out and you find it and without giving my location away, I don't live that far from where Alan lives. So I thought, try my luck and go and knock on his door. So I got that kit back in the 95-96 season, a home game uh, against West Brom, which we unfortunately lost to 2-1. Uh, and Birch was, the, Birch was the host. My dad's work at the time was sponsoring a player. I can't remember the player that they were sponsoring at the time, but Birch gave us a tour of the stadium pre-match meal and everything, go and watch the game. And um, at the end of it, he called me and another lad, because we were the two youngest people there, way past our bedtime as well at that time of night, and to come and present Neil Lennon, man of the match. So got to meet him. Um, and yeah, uh, he turned around to the table, says so there was some raffle prizes on the table, and there was a big version of that shirt on there. And he just picked it up, he went and put it against us. He went, that's not going to fit you guys. So off we did, off we trotted down and through the car and stand into the club shop with, with the birch. And he picked out two of them kits for me and uh, the other lad and said, he said, put it on my tab. And then uh, when I asked him, I was like, did you ever pay your tab? He goes, I've had a tab. I've never had to pay a t- a t- for a tab in my life. So hopefully when he, <laughs> he says, hopefully I don't get a bill when I retire. <laughs> but yeah, no, I kept hold of it. I needed to sign it. So you, you went recently to get, you've had it for like best part of 30 years and then just recently you got yeah. to sign it. Fantastic. Yeah, I literally went over, I went over there on Saturday. I went over to his house on Saturday and spoke to him. Oh, fantastic. Richard Collins says Alan Birchinall is a Leicester City legend in there. How was the Birch? Always in good form, isn't he? He's all right. I mean, getting to the age of 79, he's still... And doing all right, like you say, he's got a few health issues and stuff, so he isn't around as much as he used to be. But I think he's done enough to be honest. He, he's always giving and he's always there for a chat. He's he's done, I think he's done, like you say, more than his fair share. And somebody said earlier about Vardy being a club ambassador, it maybe is time for Birch 
slippers on a little bit. Yeah. What maybe maybe mentor somebody to be that new ambassador for the next twenty years, Andy? I don't know. Let him have a bit of a rest. I, I think it's going to be different. Um, I don't I don't know of any club that has someone like that always around. Um, I mean, like Walsh does his bit. Um, I know he's employed by Leicester City. Wes Morgan is actually the ambassador now to run alongside. So he does more of the community side. And then we've got Emil Heskey who's the women's ambassador. So we've got a crop of players, uh, ex-pros, that can fill in the voids, really. But when Birch wants to hang up and put his slippers on, Fine. Like I say, he's done more than enough and he deserves it, but he loves the club too much, I think. I think he'll be there till till the end. Till the end. Wayne says here, I think 100% Vardy could be an attacking coach. Dave talks about Birch's favourite goal, 20-yard top corner against Arsenal in the Cup. You've got to be talking, Dave, mid-70s there, maybe 75, I'd guess. They were the days when the first game, Saturday, first replay on the following Tuesday and the second replay on the Thursday. Yeah. Miss Birch says somebody in the Facebook group at the start of games getting us going, but health is most important. And I think, Andy, that's what I was just talking about is we do yeah. miss him because he used to do the pre-match come out and get us going. He used to do a bit of half-time. And again, I get it that he's perhaps not in the best health to be doing that, especially not in the winter months. But perhaps as fans, we do miss somebody coming on the pitch and doing a bit of that to get everybody going, a rallying cry. Yeah. We used to be there half time, like you say, pre match. Well, I, I, I've been lucky enough to be in some of like you know the halls and stuff before the game, and he'll walk through, give the team news, and he does it with such enthusiasm. Especially in the season um, we got relegated, um, he was so upbeat, and that's what you want. That's what you want around the club. Um, he is at most home games, though. He is there, <laughs> but. You, like you say, you don't really get to see him that much these days, but it's just nice to know that he still loves the club. Um, you know, he's not even from Leicester, but we adopted him and he's adopted us. And it, it's just been a lovely relationship that we've had with him. And I, I, you've got to thank Leicester, really, for having someone like him around because he, he is so generous. Yeah, Will says get Walsh out on the pitch. I would agree. I'd get I'd get Walsh out as the next ambassador. I think it makes perfect sense. Imran says... Hi, Phil. Imran's bringing it a little bit back to football, which we've got about eight or nine minutes left, so maybe we should bring it back to score predictions and what you think about the match. Imran, hope you're well. Uh, I'll see you at the next game, mate. Hopefully, he says, I still don't want to say the P word just yet, but it's looking good. It is starting to look good, Andy, and Southampton and Leeds are not dropping points lately. Andy, I asked a question earlier. How many more wins do you think we need? Are you starting to sign now? Oh, how can you not? Do you know, this is so reminiscent of when, where are we going to win the Prem? It is so reminiscent. I know it's a different league, but it's the same thing. What game is it going to be? Um, we were looking the other day, and I think if we win the next five, it guarantees promotion. Not championship, but it guarantees us the promotion. But we're still not mathematically at the moment. I think it's five games. We tried to do the maths earlier. Yeah, five wins. So five wins, 15 points. You know, you're in the, well, we are now 76 points. That puts us on 91 points. That, that, that's done. Um, we're still not mathematically in the playoffs yet, which is not guaranteed yet somehow. It, something drastic has got to happen for that not to happen. Yeah, I think obviously looking at the table, 
you, you people start talking about not i think 93 points is one of the figures in there where to get if you get 93 points statistically over the last five or six seasons you get promoted and i'm gonna have to cut myself dead here because the famous the most famous aftermath legendary person has just clicked in in the green room <laughs> i'm gonna add jamie from the fox's arms in bloody hell jamie how are you fun. i'm on no i'm not in a pub yet because yeah. I've just electric to do this, and then I'm going to the boozer to watch the football. So, best of both worlds at the minute. How's it going? You all right? We're all very, very excited, Jamie, to have you on the measly, lowly fan zone show on a Monday. So, the question then, Jamie, is there anything major you want to just burst on air and take over our show and talk about? Or is it, are you worried about tomorrow? Are you excited about tomorrow? Or is this week? Six points, and we're almost there. I'd say six points, and we're almost there, because the other three teams, all their games are away this week. Leeds, Southampton, and um, Ipswich, they're all away this week. They've got two away games. Um, <laughs> they've got two away games. We've got two home games. This is the time to take advantage. Yes, Southampton are on a 25-game run. But if we keep winning, they can't catch us up. So as long as we keep winning, that's all that matters. And I think it's seven, seven more wins, eight more wins, and we'll be there. We'll be done and dusted. Even this, even the points we're on now guarantees us playoffs for the last few years. Exactly. I mean, that's amazing, isn't it? Some somebody um, Bubba just said we're now mathematically safe from relegation to League One. However, which is always <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah uh, safe in, from relegation. You see, I'm sure Randy will agree, but Jamie, to you first. Imran says, yeah, I was the same when we were chasing top four and we bottled it twice. I have heard this a little bit recently where people saying, but we have bottled a few things over the last few years as a club. Champions League twice. And I come back and say, yeah, but we won the FA Cup. So, you know, are you going to... No, I'm not, because it's a different type of players and system and teams. The bottlers have gone. They've all gone. You've got two, you've got... Vardy and Albrighton, they're the only two left. It's a, Enzo's come in, he's had a complete clean sweep, he brushed it, all the old stuff away and got the new stuff in. There's no bottles there. There's no, if, if the bottle was going, it would have been probably gone by now. This is the time, just after Christmas, February time, they start seeing the eyes on the prize and they start bottling it. At the minute, I can't see his bottling it at all. I really can't. I'm confident. Yes, Andy, I know. I'm not enthralled with the way we're playing, but we're winning games. We didn't play well on Saturday, but we still won. That's a sign of a good side. Getting a win out of not playing very well. Three points is three points, no matter whether you win 5-0, 1-0, 9-0, no matter. It's This time of year, 15 games to go, it's about winning games. And that's all that matters. It really does. That's it. 15 uh, games, 45 points to go. Richie says, uh, Leicester City fans keep the faith in there. Bubba says, Enzo, we trust. Richard says here, Andy, Rogers was the head of the bottlers. Do you feel like, Jamie, Andy, that the bottling has gone? I'll let Jamie answer first. Yeah, <laughs> the bottling has gone. Yeah, It's writing stuff on there. He's gone. That's gone. The bottling side of it has completely gone. Clean sweep, new broom. New, new mindsets. Enzo's given the players a new mindset. We won't get the bottle in anymore. Touch wood. Hopefully. Andy? But that's it. It's a, it's a new era. It's a new era and it's a new style of football. And 
with any new era, everyone's got to get used to it. And that's including us as fans. It's going to be completely different football. If we played the same, we wouldn't be in this position that we have been playing for the last few years. We wouldn't be where we are. So we've had to change dramatically. Yeah, absolutely. You, Let's get some score predictions in. Go on, did, you pay your brother, did you pay your brother to put that comment on there? Well, I think he's trying to wind me up. He wants <laughs> me to talk about Black Lee, but I'm not going to. I'm not biting. Yeah, but just no one thing. To talk about just one thing. Hold on, before yeah. I say scores. On plan B, do you think we've played different the last two games, Stoke and Watford, compared to how we played the previous yeah. games? I think, Jamie, to answer that, statistically, if you look at the numbers we have, because we've had a little less possession, we've had quite a lot less passing. And I think the way, when you watch the game, I think we have been a little bit direct. I'd hate to say it, but maybe Enzo has been listening to what fans. He came out a couple of weeks ago and, and had a bit of a moan at the fans, but I wonder if he has thought, well, the fans want to see something a bit more progressive. So maybe, maybe he's not listening to us, but I do feel it is a bit more direct at times. Oh, yeah, it is. More quicker onto the ball. There's not so much tippy-tappy at the back, which you know I love a bit of tippy-tappy at the back. Um, more direct, quicker, quicker. The last, um, I bet if you looked at the last few games, there'd been a best garden phase, wouldn't be touching the ball as much as they used to be touching the ball. Yeah, didn't need yeah. to, like Stoke. Didn't need to touch the ball at all against Stoke. Uh, so, yeah. Andy, let's start with you. Get your score predictions in now, and I'll get everybody's on screen as we're talking through it. I want to know, Andy, your first goal scorer and what your final score will be for the Leicester against Sheffield Wednesday match. Well, I'm going to have to say first goal scorer has got to be Patson Dacker with the form he's on. If he starts, obviously. I I'm going to go 3-1 Leicester. Um, I can't see his keeping a clean sheet, to be honest. This is going to be tough, I think. Jamie, I, yeah. I thought he cringed when he said Pats and Dakin, but he is doing better, Jamie. No, the only reason I cringed because I saw Reedy just with a comment and I thought to myself, oh, hopefully Reedy's not going to come on and um, say anything. I did I did a poll on Twitter earlier about who should start the Chef Wednesday game, whether we should start Dakar or start, rest him and play Vardy. Well, 50% said they should start Dakar again. He's a man in form. He's like Phoenix from the frames. Lazarus, whatever you want to call it, he's come back from the dead. He wasn't in the, he wasn't in the match day squad two months ago. Now, all of a sudden, he scored seven goals, three assists, one one penalty. He's putting the ball in the back of the net. Yes, they're tappings, but you still have to be there. You have to have that striker's instinct. Um, but I'm going to go for, oh, I don't know, three one. Let's go three one because I think we will concede. I really do think we'll concede. Hopefully, it's the last minute when we're three nil up. So uh, you're going three one, and what was yours? Three one. Three one. You both went the same. Uh, Craig's gone three nil to Leicester. David's agreeing with you and saying three one. Um, touching the ball, touching the ball in the goal. That's it, says John. He's talking about Dakar in there. Foxes, who's watching on YouTube, says Leicester three, Sheffield Wednesday nil. Uh, Gary Wright says that as he keeps saying, gents, the big test for Enzo's tactics formation kings. Yeah, it comes against Bournemouth. We're looking forward to that. I am looking forward to seeing us playing Bournemouth. Um, Michael says 2-1 to Leicester. Niall goes 3-1 to Leicester. Fatal a first goal on a cartwheel. He's get 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 50p on that, mate. Uh, John Tower says 4-0. Fancy Fatua to bag one. It's been a while. Uh, Dorco, I, I know what you're saying. It's probably a debate saying tippy-tappy football does not attract new fans. Maybe it does. It seems like how everybody's playing. Uh, Richie says 5-0. Paul says 4-1. Uh, Reed is coughing. 
Bless him about the goat. Richard says 6 0 with KDH in there. Imran says he thinks Vardy will start tomorrow. Uh, Enzo likes to rest players when we have midweek games. I probably am with Imran on that, that I think maybe he'll rest Daka for Saturday, Jamie. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think the bigger game is against Middlesbrough on Saturday. Um, but will his confidence get knocked if he gets dropped? I don't know. But Patson Dakar, I think, thrives on confidence. Some players need confidence. And Dakar is, he puts his, you look at that, after about 30 minutes, he made a mistake. He went and won the ball back. And then he went and won the throw, it, uh, got it in touch for a throw into what, but he chased back about 50, 60 yards. He was pressing from, the best form of defence is attack, and that's what he did. He started the defence right from the beginning. I'll let Nick here have the last question, which you can answer, Andy. Nick says, how many strikers have made a living tapping goals in from the six-yard box? Can you think of any, Andy? Harry Kane. That's not the one I was going for, Jamie. The one you, the answer to that. Are you either talking about, you're either talking about Lineker or Cotty? Oh, you're talking about, oh, right, OK. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about since Gary Lineker's whole football career and now his whole match of the day career is based on the fact that he could tap it in from six yards. I think that's... Does, it, ma- does it matter where the goal comes from? Does it have to be 20 I, yards and a stunner? Does it, or a tap-in? They both end up in the net and that's all that matters. So Nick, Nick says both. We can have any of them. Anyway, listen, I'm going to thank Andy for coming on and giving us his story about Birch and all his views on that. So, Andy, thanks a lot for joining us. And before you go, Andy... Just what, what you got on your sleeve. We're allowed to do a bit of product placement. Let's put that one. I'll do, uh, there we are. Distillers Direct, one of your Ooh. sponsors. If you, want, if, you want direct. To, if you want to buy any booze, go to distillersdirect.com. Well done, Andy. We've got a plug-in for you. And Jimmy, Thank you. All, I, all I can say to you is my viewing figures have gone the roof just because the legend's on tonight. So do come on again, please. All I'm going to say is Distillers Direct are a good company, Phil. We really like them, don't we? They're a good company. <laughs> Thank you very much. You should, get, you should get a job acting there, Jamie, with that. <laughs> I, I, I expect a DM in a minute from Jamie when we're off there. <laughs> no, right, not yet. Phil does all the business side of it. Maybe they could supply some booze out to the Fox's arms. I'll help you, Andy, take it out there. <laughs> I bet you would. We took my boss with us. You look, you won't have a bar left. There wouldn't be anything to drink. <laughs> All right. Listen, chaps, we'll see you at the match and around the match. Thanks to Jamie. See you soon. See you later. Come on, Foxes. And thanks, Andy, as well. We'll see you later. See you later. I'll let Andy and Jamie go. What a surprise, Jamie, from the Foxes' arms. Lad, I thought he'd be in the pub. He normally is. Um, Reedy says, can he come with us? Yeah, we keep saying we should do this tour. To the Fox's arms. Maybe it's this year, maybe not. I don't see why not. I've got I've got one in the bag. The missus is off to Butlins later this year for one of these adult weekends. So maybe I can get to the Fox's arms finally. Bubba says, nice to see the legend. Nice to see a legend on a Monday. Thanks. I can't make that earth on Sunday morning. Well, to be fair, it's normally a bit boring on a Sunday morning. I can't say that. It's the Fox's aftermath show, the famous one. Anyway. Thanks, everybody, for all your views, all your comments. We'll see you all down at the match tomorrow night. Hopefully, it's another three points on Tuesday, another three points on Saturday. Hopefully, Lox is live on Thursday at 7 o'clock with the Foxes focus. And, of course, Jamie is back here on Sunday at 10 a.m. to pick the bones out of Leicester playing Borough. So, join him live at 10 a.m. For me, I'll see you next Monday. Come on, Leicester. Six points, please. Thank you very much. Thanks for watching Leicester Fan TV. 
thanks to our sponsors. Everards, Barlow Blinds, Fuck Up Eyes, Pink Car Leasing, Distillers Direct, Hologram, Take Me, Newbie and Cow, The Fox's Arms and Rainbows. Run by the fans, for the fans. Follow us on socials at Leicester Fan TV and visit LeicesterFanTV.com for all the latest news, views and videos. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.